Hello, lovely people, and welcome to another episode of Mental Digestion. I'm your host, Precious, and today's guest is Mike. Hey, how's it going? Let's speak up a little bit for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, today's subject mm-hmm. is going to be on, or the topic is going to be on fetishizing. And so uh, first I'll define fetishizing. So fetishizing is defined as the sexual fascination with things that are not inherently sexual. Sounds about right. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think for me, I had a hard time just defining it. Like I, I, I've known, I've walked through feeling it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, what do you mean? Well, we'll get into that, but like so, so the general. The general definition, like I said, is things that are in, aren't inherently sexual, you know. Um, so, like, that would be something like, you know, a foot fetish. Right. And, um, like, the one I've told you before, like, that is not me. I, I, I don't have this fetish. But I've heard somebody say something like, oh, I like your earlobes. Like, yeah. and, like, really being into earlobes, which is weird. Uh, <laughs> um, so, those would be fetishizing right mm-hmm. um and those are pretty much harmless right yeah. um but in regards to fetishizing of people because of their genders races or sexualities um it quickly becomes a means of oppression um uh, subjugation controller domination and dehumanization so, so that's where the problem explain is explain that more okay so like so it, like I say, it can be used as a way. the 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 one that rings most to me is um, the dehumanization part, um, but it can be a means of oppression. So, um, so okay. So the dehumanization, I'll say, um, with black women, black women. Um, there's a there's a stereotype out there and I don't know where this came from I don't know I don't know maybe I should look at the history more (laughs) but there's a stereotype about black women in our prowess so like that we're really sexual Mm. and um, and so it could be to where you're not looking at me as a person like I like her for her, but like oh, I'm with a black woman. You know what that means? You know they get freaky. They'll do this, that, and the third, right? Mm-hmm. So like that, like you're no longer looking at me as a human, yeah. As a as a as an actual person, autonomy, right? Um, but there's like this thing, yeah. That makes that's a uh, just for your sexual pleasure, right? Um, or with oppression, that same you can use that same one in that. Um, so because of that stereotype of black women being, or really black females being seen as hypersexual, um, oftentimes our young girls are seen as older, and um, and then as not as needing of help. And also there's rape and things that happen, you know. Yeah. Um, and so in that way, it's it can become an oppression, right? Mm. That Having that thought in the back of your head about a group of people. So 
what, have you seen an example of something like this recently? Like in public or social media? I don't know. I mean, I think it happens. It happens all the time. I think people just don't have the words for it. Um, I remember when I first started dating interracially and I didn't, okay, I knew it was fetishizing. Okay. I didn't know it, but I couldn't say why I felt like it was fetishizing. Something about this feels weird. And I think that's why it's hard to, it's hard to pinpoint. So, um, and you have to really pay attention and pay attention to also what you're feeling too. Um, and being honest with that instead of giving people passes. Yeah. And, um, so like, okay, so for me, when I experienced this, it was when I first, I think he was the first, uh, he was the first white person I've dated. Mm. And, um, he, he was like saying stuff that was like pandering. Like he was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm gangster. I'm gangster. Cause I listen to no diggity. <laughs> I like that ain't gangster. <laughs> gangster. Like, gangster is something different. That's a lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. You know, okay, so... But you talk about listening to an R&B song. It's talking about you gangster. And, like, and like really trying to say things, like I said, that were just pandering. Like, you know, like, it's a false way of trying to um, make a connection with someone based off of assumptions that are stereotypical. Yeah. Right? Um, he was doing that a lot. And I, all I remember was him really upsetting me. And I, and I could not... Put a finger on why he was upsetting me, but it was because he was fetishizing me. Yeah. Um, so I was like, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch you. Like, <laughs> like I always just say that to him. Anytime he would say stuff that was like the fetishizing yeah. things, but I couldn't, I couldn't really put my finger on why it was so upsetting. You, one question that I was thinking, okay. and this may be completely wrong. It's okay. Do you think some people like to be fetishized? I think that some people speak up a little bit more. Uh, some people use that to their advantage. Yeah. Um, if, if it's a positive thing, and I mean, we've talked about this in regards to like somebody you've dated in the past who kind of remember. Remember, it, it bothered me. It bothered me because I don't feel like I would do that because I, as a black woman, I wouldn't be like okay just see me as a sex object it's also not my personality either yeah i think that's that i have to remember to put that in the mix too so some of it is judgmental yeah okay some of it (laughs) we all have our things okay um so some of it is judgmental um but as specifically as a black woman and knowing that thing about um certain ethnic groups only seeing us as sex objects I yeah. wouldn't want to be with a white man and lead with that. With, oh, because I'm black, I do. Like, specifically that, right? Yeah. And you were with someone who did that, and it threw me off. Like, that's that's bizarre. But that, but that's what you're saying. Like, okay, somebody using that to their advantage because, oh, oh there's going to be a, a assumptions that they like that are going to be made about them as a person. So, I mean, if someone were to like that, then that's an insecurity, right? I'm not exactly sure. I guess you can say. Yeah. Like, I, it makes me feel good that they fetishize about me. Because at least you know you have that, even right. if they don't... Because I don't, maybe I don't know that there's enough of me mm-hmm. to like, 
but I know that they at least like this thing. Yeah. Right? That this assumption that they're making. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that it would be something that's like a it's an insecurity. Yeah. Absolutely. Um another example would be um so when people make the assumption that or, or people say stuff like, Oh, I like I like there's an assumption or uh, there's a stereotype out there that like, okay, Asian women are submissive. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm saying that that is a stereotype that's out there. Right. And so I like Asian women because they're submissive. I like that. And it's like, that's fetishizing because you know what? We're all different. Yeah. We have individual experiences and to sit there and lump me into this group and say that that's the reason why you want to be with me. Yeah. Is dehumanizing. Yeah. It takes Makes away sense. the idea that I could be my own person, <laughs> that I could have make my own decisions. Yeah, and the person just likes the stereotypical things. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, it, I, I, just, I think it's something just to be aware of. I did look up some different um, things to look out, red flags, some things to look out for, and so we'll get into some of those. Um, but yeah, like I said, it denies the oppressed people of their individuality. Oh, this is a good example right here. Uh, we didn't touch this one. So this one was um, straight men obsessing over lesbians. Like if I can get her to like me, then it gives me... No, no, no. Points. I don't know. No, no. That's more about like you just trying to conquer. Okay. Well, it's, a little, it's a little different. It's a little different. Isn't that the what the fetish is though, maybe? No. Like trying to conquer someone's sexuality? No. Because you're so great? No. In your mind? No. no. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but that's not the way. No. So, okay. So, you're looking at it differently. That, it, that can be... Okay. Some people like a challenge. Yeah. Right? And so, like, that's what of, of more of what you're talking about. Okay. So, the, the example of a straight man obsessing over lesbians would be more along the lines of, okay, so she's saying, okay, I'm a lesbian, right? But he's attracted to her, right? She's like, oh, I'm a lesbian. And, and instead of him understanding that that means that she wants to be with a woman, she chooses to be with women, he takes that as, oh, um, that we can be together and a woman, right? Oh, oh. That he, there's an assumption that there's threesomes going to be involved. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Like, no, I might actually not want a penis around me. Yeah. That, like, that's a possibility. Yeah, I know Never thought thing. about it though, right? Mm -hmm. like, uh, uh, men. <laughs> uh, oh, oh my gosh, it, it takes me to the um, that uh, 100 people thing, the uh, the survey or whatever, the uh, testing. So they were talking about how like men are overly confident. Like they, there's no consideration that people wouldn't want them. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, oh man. <laughs> of course she wants this. Of course she wants, which is why you have all these other issues with, you know, men out here showing their penile to people. Like, why are you taking it out? Like, that is private. Put it away. Put it away, sir. We are at Walmart. I mean, I've, I've <laughs> said this multiple times, but men are stupid. Well, I think it's more along the lines of, you know, what we talked about the other day, which is that, like, you know, how women... We we have internalized that socialization of you're not you're never enough you're never enough you need to do this if you've done this you need to do this now now you do this you're still not enough now you you need to do this like there's because the beauty industry feeds that level of insecurity that it's, it's you're never enough so we kind of 
almost assume that we're less. Yeah, I and mean, as far as as far as that's concerned, you know. And with men, like we're you don't have that. No, but we're socialized to be better than the next man. So we ha- we almost like you know we talked about this before, but you like you grow up having to one up each other. So like you you know that's why men are blinded by thinking everyone likes what they have to offer. Or thinking that they're well, I think it's just I think it's at a very simple level that you don't you're not socialized to to think less of yourself. Yeah, that that, like that too. That alone, like you know, like women are, and so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so we kind of devalue ourselves sometimes. Like I'm not saying that that's everybody, but that that we have the tendency more so when you look at the numbers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I yeah. guess what I'm saying is just like when men compare themselves to other men, mm-hmm. it, it's always like, well, I'm better. You know? Yeah. Or, you know, for a lot of men, at least. I, it, I don't know if that's true, though, but... Yo, it is. That's <laughs> I just know a lot of very insecure men. That's why men are cocky and I, talk junk to each other and put each other down and do all that other stuff. Like, they... It's like an inherent... Like, it's almost like dog-eat-dog. Dog. Like, be the one... Top dog. Yeah, that's 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 the way it is. Yeah. So another one would be like, um, you know, um, with white women deciding, oh, I, I I like to be the statement, the simple statement of I like to be with black men because they have big yeah. ding dongs. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, we do know that that is. A myth, right? Like you're not guaranteed to have well, one just because you're I don't playing. think a lot of people think that's a myth. No, no. I think a lot of people are unaware of these myths. I don't. I'm not saying that it's just completely a myth. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm but, saying uh, it's not across the board. Right. You shouldn't just there's, make the assumption because you might be disappointed, honey. Standardized deviations and yeah, variations. yeah. With every study, there's gonna be. Some variables. I mean, there definitely are some <laughs> studies that have shown that certain races have bigger areas. Really? Yeah. You show me after? Sure, I'll show you after. <laughs> One more thing about the men thing. Okay. Um, men In, are in also, regards to fetishizing? Well, just what we were talking about with men, like what we were talking about a second ago. Mm-hmm. Um, men are also, like, there's, there's studies that show that, like, women, or just think about it from, like, the... Um, you know, like the animal kingdom, like males do certain things because it attracts females, right? Yeah. So men being the top dog or being the aggressor or being the most masculine, even if it's they're not actually, but they appear to be. That's a way of they, trying to get women. They attract women. Yeah. Some women are into that. Yeah. So a lot of men, that's what they know on the surface level. So mm-hmm. they'll do that. And then they see other men being successful at it. And they're like, well, I got to start doing that mm-hmm. because it's working for them. Yeah, even if it's so, fake, like right. you know, even so if that's it's surface ego. Level. Ego. Yeah, but it works. ego is surface level confidence. Right. Um. It's 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 actually puffed up insecurity. Right. But it, so you know, you yeah, grow up it's, it's just enough to just enough to to make you think that I'm confident. But if you really paid attention and listen to the words that I use and the things that I do, you realize that I'm not confident. But most men don't pay attention. They just see the, 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 the women. Ass, I, yeah. That was that was a message for the women. Yeah. Okay. But the men pay attention. See, they see the asshole get the girl and they're like, oh, I got to be more like that in some ways. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start doing this. And then they develop those qualities over time. 
Yeah. So anyway, so back to the fetishizing. So some of the signs um, the person you are with is fetishizing. <laughs> Just to kind of give you some some things to look out for. Now, it's not completely, okay, if they do this one thing, then that means that they're fetishizing. Like, to be honest, you and I have walked through some of this stuff, you know, but I don't think you realize that that's what it is. And so I, I just tell you and you correct it. And so some of it is just ignorance, just not knowing, you know? And so we have to learn specifically in this type of situation, you have to learn what's, what is offensive. What is, you know, the, the problem is that we're all subject to socialization. And so we, Oftentimes, when something seems very surface level, oh, like I always hate when people are always like, why do you always got to bring race into things? Because race is oftentimes in things, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. And especially racism is oftentimes in it. There's a, as far as human behavior, what we do in society, you can almost always pinpoint it back to racism as to why we're doing a lot of the things that we do. And so, the moment you're aware of it now you can attempt to correct it yeah but if you're not aware you're not you just keep doing the same thing over I mean, and over right i mean i'll say like mm-hmm. i view myself as a, you know pretty open-minded and then you know compared to most based on my experiences my education what i do for a living who i work with like someone who would be more prepared to be more respectful and understanding of different cultures however i have been extremely disrespectful in many ways and have had to correct a lot of things so imagine someone who is yeah who has the not, nothing <laughs> like so yeah. you know i'm saying is 100 percent. if you're white there's something you're not doing right yeah and you need to be open to that mm-hmm. idea that you don't have it all figured out yet yeah. it's, it's like i said if you're doing interracial dating in that situation you have to come in it with an open mind that you i'm going to be learning i think that's the beauty of our relationship is that so much is different. Yeah. So there's so much is different, but that means that you're always learning. And I, in every aspect of my life, I try and be an active learner and to be a, a lifelong learner. I, I, like the moment you stop learning is just like, I mean, I feel yeah. like it, it opens your eyes to new things every time you learn something new. And that's something, that's the one thing that no one can take away and, from and you, it makes right? You, it makes you a better person. Right. Which right. is awesome. But I'm saying it's just invaluable. That's like, like material things people can take from you they can't take what you know yeah or how you've grown or what you've been through right to to grow so yeah so like we always have that we always have that we can learn from each other Uh, granted other couples have where they can learn from each other but we just have a little bit more to learn there's a there's a lot more to learn (laughs) it's it's cool we're we're equipped to do it yeah yeah sometimes it's hard it's it's about the attitude right Mm. yeah so, okay, so some signs that the person you are with is fetishizing. Um, one, repeated references to stereotypes about your race. More interested in aesthetics than you. Like superficial stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you think of an example of this? No, you tell me. Um, <clears throat> so, oh, uh, well, hmm. I just want to make sure it's not on here. Um, (laughs) 
this one is kind of on this one. So they, I feel like they're the, they're kind of the same. So um, the other one I have is uses assumptions about your culture to try and make connections instead of getting to know you. So I feel, I feel like those are the same, right? Yeah. Um, so the one I was thinking about was uh, more along the lines of. So, so I've had people say stuff like, "Okay." as a way of trying to open up a conversation with me. Like, I, I'm, this is the weirdest thing. And I don't understand what to do with it, but this is what this person said to me. Um, I like I like Nicki Minaj. I like Beyonce. Yeah, that's... As a way to open up a conversation. Like, there's no... There's, the Beyonce isn't playing, and then you're like, oh, I like her. You like her? You know that that would be that. I feel like that's organic, right? Mm. But if it's out of nowhere, you're pandering. Yeah, yeah. that's and that's a com- completely out of an assumption that because I'm black, I like Nicki Minaj and Beyonce. I don't have nothing for you. I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm just like mm. straight face, straight face, dead silence. You got crickets for me. Yeah, because I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to allow you to do that. You wouldn't do that if, if I was white. That would not be how you would approach me. Right. You'd be like, "Hi, how are you?" You know. So you like what are some things? Swift? No, they wouldn't. They <laughs> wouldn't know, go. They'd be like, "What are some things that you like to do?" They would ask an open-ended question. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Instead of making an assumption and just pushing it on me. I don't like that. Like, yes, I do like Beyonce, but um, I wouldn't expect you to like that. Huh? I said I wouldn't expect you to like that. Yeah, yeah. That, I feel like that's crazy. Um, violates your space without permission. Yeah, that happens a lot to you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, so um, this one, it, it was a girl though. But um, I thought it. Um, go ahead. Oh, you got one? No, I'm just saying it happens all the time to you. Oh, well, the one I'm thinking about is a girl. But it's something that's happened in, remember, New Year's, where um, this girl um, decides that she was going to basically scalp check me, just ran her fingers through my hair. Thank God I didn't have a wig on. But (laughs) she was behind me in line. I did not know this girl. And she decided to run her fingers through my hair. Oh my God, your hair is so pretty oh my gosh I just love your hair she was doing this and like I don't know this person and so I stopped her I was like stop stop I was like do you realize how offensive that is she's like no but I'm just saying that I like it and she's still continuing to touch it and so I was like no like you don't understand that that's the equivalent of treating me like a dog like you're dehumanizing me yeah. you know and actually it's less than a dog because even with a dog you'd ask the owner you'd ask somebody for permission before you pet that dog because you don't know you might get bit right yeah right so <laughs> but who walks up to a person that they do not know and touches them in that way and she was like oh well it's okay because my sister's black Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My sister's black, so it's it's fine. I'm not racist. No, okay. I'm not. I'm not saying that you're racist. However, what you're doing is a problem. It is yeah. offensive. It's problematic, and and I don't like it. And it, it's violation of my boundaries. And um and I I was like, don't use your sister 
as an excuse, you know, you should know better. Because that's your sister, you should know better. Yeah. You, you know, be, you should be more more aware. aware, not doing this stuff and then using her as an excuse to get away with it. Like, cause nobody can say I'm racist now because my sister is like, hey, free pass. No, that's trifling. Yeah, that's so trifling. And um, so yeah, like I said, you know, like getting in your space, pers- um, violating your personal boundaries. That's a sign that they could be fetishizing. Okay. Um. Oh, like we were at we were at some bar. And like this guy, I was I was going to the bathroom. So like you were hanging out with your friends, and I was there too. And um, but then I was like, I gotta use the bathroom. And so I went by myself. And then this guy just came and grabbed my afro. He did, yeah, I told you about that. He came and grabbed my afro. He was like, Oh my gosh, your hair is so beautiful. Do not touch me. Don't touch me. I don't care if if, if it is a compliment what you're trying to say. Don't touch me. Yeah. Like I don't get why that's even a conversation you have to have. That's a that's a long long answer. But um, so okay, so another one would be makes no real investment in your culture. Um, doesn't want to learn more about your relationship to your culture, and treats it. Oh, that you're like the spokesperson. Like an ornament. Treats it like an ornament. Not like you're... Oh, like yeah. you're sparkly, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, she's exotic. She's, you know, like yeah. doing stuff like that. But it's like, but you're not really trying to learn and and have a more enlightened experience. Right. It's more like, I'm just going to label you as something different. I acknowledge that you're different because I get something out of that. Yeah. And that's as far as I want to go with it. That's what that is. Yeah. yeah. Um, hides you from friends and family. I've walked through that too. With the same guy. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, another one um, that I walked through was they treat you like a science experiment. So, like, while you want to, you want them to show interest in your culture and who you are, blah, 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 you know, but there's a difference between showing interest and, like, okay, so I remember um, with an ex, I was, like, doing my hair, and the way he was looking at me while I was doing my hair made me so uncomfortable. Like, it is simply still hair. It's just curlier tightly tightly curled hair that's all it is it's, it's the same it's still hair right okay um but the look was as if though it was i was an exhibit like in a, in a museum yeah eyes wide open mouth agape yeah. <laughs> like no one wants to feel like that yeah. I didn't like the way that made me feel. He would also say weird things, very weird things. Like, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe he said this. Okay, I'm gonna say this as I roll my eyes. <laughs> so he said, um, I can't. I almost don't even want to say it. He said, um, he said, why do why do all black people stink? me sounds like no 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 i want you to answer this question do i stink 
No, you, you smell better than anyone I know. Okay. Like, I'm pretty known for how, like, I'm always, like, making sure I smell nice. And, like, that's one of the things people know, recognize about me and make sure to mention oftentimes, right? Yeah. So, it's bizarre to now be with somebody who's like, why do all black people think? Recognizing I am a black person. So, that was my line of questioning as far as trying to battle that, you know, was, what do you mean? Like, you see all black people, you asking me the question, why do all black people stink? All black people don't stink. Do I stink? Let's, let's run through all the black people that I know you've met. Do I stink? No. That's, what, that's his answer. Do, yeah. Does this friend stink? No. Does my brother stink? No. Like my brother smells really good. You know? so, <laughs> he's like, no. I'm like, so I don't get the question. And, but it was because somebody at his work was stinky. So then you take that one person and you apply that to everybody? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like this particular person has not been around black people. Black people. And I think that's a lot of white people's problem in general is just not being exposed to different cultures and just being around a bunch of white people. So then you make if you have one interaction, you 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 charge that to everybody. And that yeah. that's what we're going to that's getting into white gays. Yeah. As to like, okay, so how, and we'll talk about this maybe a little further, you yeah, know, um, but yeah, but like, um, that's getting into white gaze and in, in that black people are charged with being the representative of a race. We can't be an individual person because certain white people are just watching to see and judge and, and, and then take that that assumption or that thing that they saw and use that and say that that's the entire race. So I, I, that means I can't do anything wrong. I have to be perfect in front of you because you're going to make that assumption, this ignorant assumption that every black person does that. And that's not yeah. fair. Now, yeah. while we, we might start to gather ideas and those, that's when biases come in, right? Yeah. About, about groups of people, but there should still be a, I'm going to give you a shot to, and see what you do see who you are right right and that's what it but it doesn't feel like that when when that white gaze is involved yeah like, mean, say, like this things. person knew several black people and still was like why do all black people stink that might have been the only several black people they knew though i mean like but still you but so at that point you can no longer say all black people stink i don't get well, yeah, it that's a terrible, so like, but it's like it's like, say, like you're but... just seeking out negative things to make assumptions that's what that's like. I'm gonna ignore all the the things that are contrary to that and then, because I want to believe this thing. You know, that's that's what it feels like to me, right? Well, there's just there's also a lot of inherent racism just in white culture. Mm -hmm. So like, you, you grow up around that thinking as, it's as normal. A white person, yeah, and then you you hear we all say the inherent white uh, racism. Oh, that's just that's a whole nother conversation. But that's just there's so many things that white people think because they've heard it or it's just embedded in our society and you know for me I had I had multiple experiences that took me away from that because at my school growing up there was maybe two black kids mm -hmm. the entire time from K through 12 like maybe five mm -hmm. in the whole school so like I was not around that mm -hmm. at all in my life so it was something that I you know through experiences in the last 17 18 years have 
really learned and you know a lot more about Mm -hmm. so i do think that's a lot of white people's problem is not being around around. and not because if you're around people then you just start seeing them as people and you don't see them for these things that you've heard about certain groups of people and that's we need more of that but unfortunately things that have happened in our country in the last hundred years and you know last 400 years go back further but that have separated us and divided us and instead of allowing us to just be people with each other you know that's a whole other conversation but that that's where that inherent racism comes from. But I feel like North Carolina has a lot of diversity, specifically in Charlotte. In Charlotte, it does. Yeah. I mean, I, when I think about, you know, you know what I told you about Greensboro. Yeah. I'm like, I honestly thought there were but, no, but it's, I thought there were no black people in Greensboro, y'all. But it's very, sep- it's separated still. <laughs> Apparently, because I didn't know that there were black people in Greensboro. <laughs> I, mean, I only, apparently only went to the white side. <laughs> but that's I didn't know. That's the way. That's and you know a lot of that is the way things were set up when they built cities. Like you know. Yeah, you, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, good point. Good point. So okay. So last two. Okay. Um, and these are really good. So, um, <laughs> gets a thrill when you play the part. So. I know I, I can't speak for every black person, but I know me personally, I have, there's a duality in me, right? So there's this person who you hear right now. And then there's somebody who's a little bit more country and a little bit more hood, so to speak. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and so when somebody gets excited, when you act more like what they would assume a black person acts like. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, oh, 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 what's she doing? What's she about to do? I remember, oh my gosh, I remember this. That I think I told you about that that time when I was teaching that class. And um, these students were talking in the back. And I guess something on my face said that I was about to go off, right? And this one student, he was so intrigued that he started to rise up out of his chair eyes were wide open he was just like the biggest smile on his face like he was getting excited like but it was like a weird thing and I think that that's what that was like oh she's about to do what I think mm. about you yeah. know what I'm saying um, about black people oh, another one is mimicking your cultural norms and slang so like I I know that I personally have um, dialect slippage so like, well, I know how to pronounce words correctly. Um, sometimes I get lazy when I get comfortable, right? And so I have a huge problem when I, when I say things and then um, certain people mimic it. Hmm. Like um, if I say, hey girl, what you doing? And they're like, hey girl, what you doing? Like, like, like immediately go back and say the same thing. Like mimicking yeah. me, yeah. It's like you're making fun of the way I speak. Yeah. And um, that could be a sign that maybe that person is fetishizing. It's just something to look out for. Um, mm, I'll actually have more. Uh, (laughs) Be aware of cultural... um, I'm sorry, people that are comfortable with using words um, and ignoring the historic weight or cultural significance behind those words. Okay, so like I get that sometimes you think it's okay to say something. I do get that, that that's going to happen, right? 
Um, but the moment I tell you that's hurtful, that's offensive, and you don't make the correction, you are now choosing to be offensive to me and to hurt me, right? So that's all we have for you. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mental Digestion. And um, be sure to follow me on Instagram uh, under the handle poppin' underscore precious. If you follow me, I follow back. Until next time, have a blessed day.